Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by EMC and CDI Managed Services. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey. Good morning, Dom. How are you? Hey, Nicole, I'm great. This uh, beautiful cold morning and spring is hopefully killing some of that pollen out there. I hope so. I'm looking forward to some warmer temperatures this weekend. But until then, let's warm it up in the studio with the great guests that we have on the show today. On the show, joining us from Hemophilia of Georgia is their Director of Development, Kirsten Downey. Also on our panel today, we have the President of G2W Consultant and CEO, uh, Heather Scholl and Gina Etkin. With Epic Energy, we have Rick Moore, who's Director of Sales, and also joining us in the studios, Amy Hall, CEO of Women of Excellence Magazine. Welcome to the show, everyone. Kirsten, why don't you get the show started and tell us about Hemophilia of Georgia and what you do there? Sure. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, my name's Kirsten Downey. I'm with Hemophilia of Georgia, which is a nonprofit, um, and we provide a wide range of comprehensive programs and services for people who have bleeding disorders. And that includes things like blood clotting products, home infusion training, education activities. We have a big staff of nurses and social workers who go into the home and help people um, who are our clients who have bleeding disorders as well as their family to manage Mm -hmm. a lifelong chronic condition. Right. Can you talk a little bit more about hemophilia and what that is? Sure. Hemophilia is a rare genetic bleeding disorder that affects a person's ability to clot properly. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes people think that someone may um, just bleed very profusely, and that's not usually the case. It's more of a concern someone can't stop bleeding. Um, it, it, there's not a clotting that stops the bleeding. It's a longer-term um, healing process. Mm-hmm. So they need to infuse medication that will help uh, infuse the protein that they lack in their body to help uh, stop the stop the bleeding and, and stop the clotting. Right. And I know you guys are involved with a program called Camp Camp Wanaklot, yep. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. That is a wonderful um, program we have in the summer. It's a week-long camp uh, for kids across Georgia. We are the largest in the world um, that brings all the the kids in Georgia with bleeding disorders to a camp where they have nurses on staff. Um, It's a place where they can go and for the first time in their lives often meet somebody else who has a bleeding disorder. Mm -hmm. So it's a really wonderful program. And since we're a nonprofit, we raise funds um, to help kids go there. We we get the transportation. We we provide it free of charge for them to go to this Mm -hmm. once-in-a-lifetime camp experience. And that's really great because, you know, as young kids, when they suffer, suffering from a disease like that, sometimes they kind of feel like, well, why me? Exactly. And then when they meet other uh, children your own age who are dealing with the same issues, it's mm-hmm. encouraging that, you know, they can fight this together. It is. Um, it's a very rare disorder. Um, one in 20,000 male, 20,000 males in the U.S. have it. Wow. Um, so it, it's not often that they meet someone else that has it. So this is an opportunity to go and relax. They don't have to explain, um, you know, why they're infusing. Everybody just kind of understands. What's so it's, on? and they can go and they can relax and their parents can relax because they know that they're under the safe watch of, of 
counselors and nurses who are very dedicated and, and very trained to deal mm-hmm. with anything that may come up. That is encouraging. Kirsten, is uh, hemophilia something that uh, you can outgrow, or if you have it, does it is it's forever? Or? It is not. It's a genetic disorder, um, and there are uh, lots of uh, research trials going on now, and that's one of the things we do. We fund research trials to help find a cure for hemophilia. So we, our hope is that one day there will be a cure, and the research going on right now is very encouraging um, that one day, you know, we will have a cure, and and it won't be a chronic lifelong uh, condition. We're speaking with uh, Kirsten Downey with Hemophilia of Georgia. Uh, Kirsten, is uh, let's talk about the cost for treatment. Is that something that's um, real high, or is it something it people is. can afford? It is very expensive. A person with um, severe hemophilia can spend three hundred thousand to a million dollars a year on uh, what's called factor, that factor protein that I mentioned that they're missing. Um, so it's very expensive. So we help with some of the insurance costs that might that might go along with that and some of the other financial burdens that go into treating a, um, a disease like that. So yeah, we're here to help support in any way we can uh, to make sure that they have the support. So the typical, typical you have to supplement the insurance that people Yes, have? we do help. Um, and, and thankfully, a lot of insurance carriers uh, do cover um, but yes, we're there to help with, you know, other expenses that you might not think of, like the travel to get to the treatment centers, or, you know, you can't make rent that month because you're spending all this money on traveling back and forth. So we're there as sort of a support to make sure that people are able to manage and, and, and be successful. How, with many managing. Tre- how many treatment centers are there? In, there are in three in Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good, good. So uh, how do people get involved? And and helping you guys. Is it a volunteer program? Yes, we've got many volunteer opportunities. We have um, our Trot to Clot events, and actually we have one coming up this weekend. It's um, a 5K and 8K walk and run, and it's at Stone Mountain Park, which is going to be a really wonderful day once we get out of this cold weather today. I promise there's going to be no rain, and it's going to be sunny on Saturday. So people can come out. They can participate in events. They can volunteer at events. Um, Businesses can come out as a support as a sponsor. Um, so we have, and we have three of those trot to clots this spring. We have uh, the one this Saturday, and then we have one in Augusta. That's going to be May 31st. And then we have one actually at the Gwinnett Brave Stadium on June 7th, and that's going to be a 5K as well. And people can come out, and when you register for that walk or run, you also get a ticket to the Gwinnett Braves game the next day. So, oh, how nice. so we make it a fun event for people to come out, and we appreciate all the support. Um, so, yeah, if anybody wants to walk or run, um, it's great, and it does support Camp Wanaclot, so it does go towards a very worthy campaign. Well, Kirsten, how do people register for that event? You can go either to our website, which is www.hog.org, or you can search on active.com and register directly there. What do you like most about what you do as the director of development? It's such a satisfying uh, career that I have and being able to meet people who are so appreciative of the help that we give them, um, that they, they're long-term volunteers and long-term supporters. So just wonderful people in the community that you know you're doing, you know, you work hard for people that are really appreciating what you do. Okay. And the best way to reach out to you guys again? It's hog.org or go to active.com to come out this weekend. Kirsten Downey from Hemophilia of Georgia. Thank you very much. What a great cause.
Next on our broadcast is Heather Scholl and G Gina Edkins. Sorry about that, Gina, with G2W Consultant. Welcome, guys. Um, Heather, why don't you get us started and talk about what you do there at G2W? Okay, well, G2W is a consulting company. Um, we work with, or we are minority and women-owned business, and we do staffing and IT consulting. Oh. We are located in Atlanta near Perimeter Mall. Mm -hmm. um, we help clients find talent um, as well as skilled individuals for the positions that they are currently working on. And um, we also help certain candidates find the jobs that they are also looking for as well. Okay. And Gina, can you talk a little bit about how G2W Consultant came about, how it got started? Sure. Um, Heather and I actually always had a passion for entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. and we always wanted to start our own company. So we were working together previously at a staffing firm, and uh, we became friends. And then we realized through talking that we both had the same passion and the same strengths. Um, we actually are able to complement each other because Heather's very strong in like accounting and finance, mm -hmm. and um, my background is in IT. Um, and so we said, hey, why don't we get together and run a successful business? So that's what we decided to do. Okay. And Heather, uh, what sets G2W apart from other staffing agencies? We seem to be so inundated with so many agencies. Yes, there are, there are a lot of staffing companies. However, we realize that um, there is a client need as well as, of course, everybody needs a job. But... Um, we are focusing on the needs of both the clients and the candidates. So we do utilize a full cycle re recruiting and staffing process mm -hmm. uh, where we communicate with both the client and the candidate even after we find the candidate a job, which leads to an overall better relationship. We do full background checks along with reference checks, and then we personally meet with all of our candidates that are interviewing for a job, especially before they are actually placed into the position, mm -hmm. which a lot of staffing companies do not do. Oh, okay. So we are very involved in the recruiting and staffing process, whereas most staffing companies just go find the client and then just kind of feed it in, don't really check into their background, don't really look into their skills. Um, we also do um, testing for the individuals to see what type of competency they have for the required skill they have for that position. So we're a lot more hands-on, a lot more involved than other staffing companies would be, especially the larger ones nowadays. They just kind of, um, like I said, feed them into that role without ever checking into their background. And what was your motivation for wanting to move into the staffing agency industry? Well, Gina and I realized that a lot of staffing agencies are kind of missing out on certain requirements that companies need. Um, so they want well-qualified individuals for these positions. But we also realized that um, employees were not really being treated as well or candidates. You know, um, I don't know if you've ever been on the job market or in the search for a new job, but um, typically a lot of staffing agencies will call you and tell you that they have this awesome opportunity and this awesome job, and then they'll never call you back. Mm -hmm. You'll never get any feedback. You'll never get anything. So we're kind of eliminating that. And it um, sort of stressed us out to see that these candidates got all excited and then never got a call back. So we're, we're eliminating that. Um, and then we also want to offer better opportunities and then better benefit packages as well, because we do feel like these larger staffing companies are um, not really offering them the benefits and the packages that they could be offering. Right. That's important too, especially with Obamacare and things mm -hmm. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody needs health benefits. Everybody mm -hmm. needs 
If you can get a better pay rate, why not? Exactly. And Gina, Mm -hmm. what motivates you and what do you enjoy most about what you do? So similar to what Heather was saying, um, you know, I've been in the industry for a while, um, Heather as well, and we noticed a lack of follow-up and a lot of discontent, you know, with candidates. And and so they've also kind of complained to us too, you know, from us working together, uh, you know, no one's calling me back, no one's following up. And so we just really want to make a difference. We want to change. And so, um, you know, even like we said, if we don't have a position for them, we still call them, we still check up and, you know, how are you? And we'll even, you know, sit down and take them to, them to lunch, you mm-hmm. know, things of that sort. And so even the candidates that we're working with now, even though we're fairly new, they're noticing the difference. Right. Yeah. And it's so important when, you know, you're looking for a job, you know, pressures up and anxiety and you're taking that away by the follow up and communicating with them and letting them know, look, right. we're working for you. We're here for you. And something's going to yeah, because it's stressful, you know, people have bills to pay. And so, you know, it's it's a stressful time. And so if we can help them mm-hmm. through that process, and then that's what we'll do. And I like that, even taking them out to lunch, you know, it's nothing like having a nice meal. Exactly. I'm hearing. <laughs> I love food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We've been speaking with Heather Schull and Gina Etkin with G2W Consulting. Heather and Gina, do you guys just work locally or what's your turf? look like (laughs) Uh, we've been focusing on locally however we work with a couple companies um out of state as well so we're doing some stuff in texas and seattle and then some stuff in um washington dc and virginia as well so we're not just limited to the atlanta georgia area we do spread out a little bit but um because we are focusing on bringing the best kind of um candidates to the table and then we also want to treat them well it would be very difficult for us to go meet the candidates face-to-face out of state. And then it also is very difficult for us to meet with all the employers out of state. So we are focusing on more local work rather than out of state. But I mean, we, we do work with out of state clients currently. Great. Great. So you're, Mm -hmm. you know, is there a particular type company that you, uh, that has a profile that you guys uh, prefer to work with or Um, Seems to enjoy your work, your services. Good question. Typically, we actually focus on information technology, but we do actually have clients in media, healthcare, finance, and accounting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the clients need help, we will help them. Um, but like I said, our main focus, though, is still IT. Is it part-time? Do you handle part-time work uh, as well as full-time? For the most part, we do full-time permanent placement. However, if uh, clients are looking for consultants as well, we'll help them find a consultant, and then they can set the hours and discuss that. So with your experience and what's going on in the end, it's a hot industry right now. Oh, yes. (laughs) So so, uh, what advice would you give to someone who's uh, currently looking for a new position or or an employer who's looking for some great people? So um, some of the the advice that I give to candidates is, um, since we're very hands-on, I like to go through the process, like Gina was saying, is... A lot of people get really confused at the difference between um, like a consultant or a direct hire position. And the only difference between a consultant and somebody who's actually working for the company is that a consultant is paid by the hour. So you get paid for what you work. So you could sometimes as a salary employee, you work overtime, but you don't get paid for those hours. As a consultant or as a contractor, you will. So a lot of people look at contractors in a very negative term, but um, 
like I've known contractors to work for the same company for 10, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. They just get paid on an hourly basis instead of a salary. But one of the things that I recommend to people is that I always look over the resumes and if it needs tweaking, then I'll be more than happy to tweak it. Um, list all of your skills. List everything that you've ever done at a job anywhere. The whole one-page rule thing is totally out. It's not... It's not a real thing anymore. So if you've had years of experience, there's no way you're going to fit that onto one page. Mm -hmm. It's going to, I know people who have four or five, six page resumes and more information is better in this industry. Um, if you are recently out of school or are starting a new field, anything that is applicable to what you're looking for needs to be on your resume. So list all of your skills, everything that you've done in any job, you never know what a certain employer is looking for until, um, you know, it's actually on your resume and they can see it. And I've noticed a lot of college students are always saying, oh, nobody will hire recent out of college graduates, but that's not true. The only difference is if you look at somebody who's recently out of college and somebody who has a little bit more experience, their resumes tend to be a lot more um, conclusive of their experience rather than a college graduate just kind of puts the school they went to, some of their top skills, and then the the jobs they had throughout college. But if you can list your projects and all of your experiences and everything you did in college or at any job that you had experience doing, even an internship, um, employers will see that because we've actually placed recent college graduates in excellent positions, but we did have to retreat and basically rewrite, rewrite their resumes. And then the last piece of it, I know I'm talking a lot, but the last piece of advice I have is that if a recruiter or a professional rewrites your resume, please use the resume that they rewrite. I have rewrote resumes for people and then they will send me back their original resume <laughs> and say, did I make the accurate changes? No, no, you did not. I, um, <laughs> I try to help you out and I try to rewrite the resumes, but um, if they do recommend some things, I do recommend that you probably use them because there might be things in there that you originally missed the first time around. And um, we might see things that employers are looking for that you may not actually know that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. That's important. Yeah. And does G2W Consulting, uh, does, do you guys cover the full spectrum of, uh, you know, IT from engineers to CIOs, CTOs? Yes. So it's yeah. not just technical mm -hmm. people. No. Exactly. So you're looking at the executive level as well. Mm -hmm. That's really important. We actually do a lot of director of IT level positions. We sure mm -hmm. do, yeah. And then even down to, like, help desk um, and – uh, QA, you know, engineers, QA managers, QA analysts. And so, yeah, everything from management down to, you know, the nitty gritty hands-on work, we, we do staff for that. Very good. Very good. You guys are really comprehensive. So we're talking with Heather Scholl and Gina Edkin with uh, G2W Consulting. Uh, where, where did the name come from? <laughs> That's what, what I was thinking. Name. I know I'm Nicole. Like, is I it girls you? to work? But I'm like, no, they probably yeah. help me too. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Heather came up with the name. We were actually sitting down pondering what should the name be, and we went through a ton of names. And then Heather said, all of a sudden, I, I guess a light came on, and she goes, "What about go to work?" So oh. I was like, "That's perfect. We'll do G2W Consulting." So yeah, yeah. in go the staffing, yeah, in the staffing agency, when you have um, a position where you don't technically have to interview for them. You just kind of look at their resume and then we speak to them and then we automatically put them in a position. So the employer never meets them, never even looks at their resume. We just place them in a position. It's called a go to work. Gotcha. 
So G2W, I can, and we have the president, the CEO, and the president. So am I looking at license plates that say G2W1 <laughs> and G2W2? We should do that. Yes. I love that. In fact, when we leave. And then, but then people would probably follow us down the street and ask us to get them a job. <laughs> That's a good thing. Great advertising, though. Well, I'll let you guys fight over who tells our listeners how they can reach out to you and your company and get involved and uh, get a great job. Yeah, so um, we actually have a website. Our website is www.g2wconsulting.com, so that's easy. Um, we are located right across the street from Perimeter Mall. It's 2 Ravinia Drive um, in Sandy Springs, and our number is 404 so that's our office number. And even if you go on our website, all of that information is there as well. Or you can also email us at hr at g2wconsulting.com. So if you want to send us your resume or just want to get in contact with us, feel free to email that address as well. Great. Sounds good. Heather Scholl and Gina Etkin with G2W Consulting. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Awesome. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services and EMC. Next on our broadcast, we have Amy Hall the CEO of Women of Excellence Magazine. Welcome, Amy. How are you? I'm fine. It's Holmes. Oh, so sorry about that, Amy. That's okay. Amy That's okay. Holmes. Yes, Holmes. Okay, I got it. Amy, tell us about Women of Excellence Magazine and what you do. Okay, well, Women of Excellence Magazine is a publication that I started three years ago, and it's geared toward, we strive to bring about articles and topics that relate to today's woman, that encourage, edify, and uplift today's woman. Mm-hmm. We target women from all walks of life, mm-hmm. and we seek out those stories that are relevant to someone else that may be going through the storm. So we look at people who have already endured hardship or endured trauma or endured a trial or whatever the case may be, and we write a story, we do an article on them, and we encourage, and that helps encourage other people that may be going through similar situations to say, I can get through this. Mm -hmm. If they did it, I can get through it too. And so that's what Women of Excellence, we strive to do. We're not just a women-based magazine, but our main focus is to encourage, equip, and empower women from all walks of life. I love it. How long has your public... Uh, publication been out? I started, well, I started in actually, I think it was 2003, and Mm -hmm. it was just part of my journaling. I did journaling, newsletters, and things like that. And about three years ago, I started to do the magazine and put together the magazine. I was like, wow, let's, huh, what if I did this and did that? So I just kind of grew into doing a magazine. So, and I really enjoy it. Great, great. I see that from the expression on your face. You're very uh, passionate yes. about what you do. Yeah. Is the publication for women only? No, no, it's not. We have our demographics are about 80 percent women, uh, but we do have about 15 to 20 percent male. Mm-hmm. It just depends. So I like it. Yeah. You know what you mentioned about um, empowering people and women who've gone through similar situations kind of reminds me of what Kirsten mentioned with the what they do with having support groups for people who are struggling with, you know, health issues and they can relate and know that they can be empowered and get through uh, the situation. Um, What do you enjoy most about what you do? 
I think what I enjoy most is seeing it all unfold when uh, I'm actually traveling to Chicago May 7th to interview Dwayne Wade's mother. Oh, wow. And to get her story, even though it's been told, but we're going to do it from a different angle, a different Mm -hmm. perspective. Mm -hmm. And I like sitting down and getting really intimate with the individual Mm -hmm. and then putting it all together and seeing the expression from other people's face that read the story and say, wow, I didn't know that or... I read it, I know it, but I didn't get it. It's a different angle. It mm-hmm. brought something else out of me. A little bit more in depth yes. kind of mm-hmm. sort of. And so that's what I really enjoy. I really enjoy the connecting with the different individuals and hearing their testimony because we all have a story. Mm-hmm. We've all gone through things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you take a look outside of yourself, you'll see what someone else is going through is worse than what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Behind every face is a story. Yes. Wow. We're speaking today with Amy Holmes, CEO of Woman of Excellence Magazine. So, Amy, uh, tell us about some of your uh, upcoming events. Well, we just did our third annual Ladies of Excellence Awards Gala. Uh, The magazine awards women of excellence, approximately 20 women annually uh, with trophies and that kind of thing. We do a formal gala, sit-down dinner, and they're awarded. We just did Judge Glenda Hatchett, Judge Penny Mm. Brown Reynolds, uh, Regina Bell, uh, Vanessa Anderson, several women, several women, and we're heading to New York next week to do the same gala where we will be honoring several women of excellence there. We'll be in back in Atlanta here in July, and we'll be in Chicago honoring Dwayne Wade's mother and several other women in August, Houston in September, Orlando and Denver in October. Wow, that's a full schedule. Oh, gosh, that's great. Congratulations <laughs> on you. all that activity. Wow. How do you make all that happen? Do you do it all yourself? Well, I am basically the the glue that holds it all together, but I do have a a wonderful staff behind me. We just implemented, and sometimes I sit back and say, okay, why? But we just put together Young Ladies of Excellence, where now we will be doing a scholarship. Uh, Women of Excellence has come up with a scholarship program for young ladies from uh, the eighth grade all the way through the 12th grade. And so we will be offering scholarships to these young ladies, but also in the same capacity as we do the women, but they won't get the trophy. They'll get a TR and a scholarship. So those are some things that we like to do because we had, we realized that these young ladies are the future of women of excellence. And so we want to start building them in and encouraging them and uplifting them to keep up uh, pursuing their dreams and going forth. That's very, very good. We're talking with Amy Holmes. She is the publisher and CEO of Women of Excellence magazine. Amy, uh, do businesses advertise in your publication? Yes, they do. That's one of the biggest ways the magazine is produced and published every month is by our advertisers. Uh, we Our advertising are really, really, I can't even say they're comparable to anything else because we don't, we're not in the business to make millions of dollars by charging tons of money, thousands of dollars to advertise. Um, and so we, we do a half page ad for $50 mm. full color, you know? Wow. And so we get a lot of business. Actually the Atlanta dream is one of our advertisers. And, uh, so we're, we're very excited about what we can offer, uh, through people. We also allow people to subscribe to the magazine for 99 cents. They'll get the magazine per issue for 99 cents. And so, yeah, we, 
Can they get an electronic version as yes, well? Yes, they can get a digital. Once they uh, subscribe to the magazine, then we they'll tell us whether or not they want a hard copy mailed to them or they want the digital format. If they want the digital, once they rec- we receive their payment, we will then send them the link to go on and get the digital copy. Hmm. So you must have a lot of interest. How do you separate uh, who gets to do an article and, you know... Well, we How actually do people get in touch with you for articles. Well, if they would like to do an article, they basically just reach out to us via email. My email is a dot michelle at woe magazine dot com, and or they can visit the website and which is www dot woe magazine dot com, and they can submit uh, an article or they can send us an email say, hey, I have an article of interest. We don't we like to listen to anybody's story we we always when people contact us and say i have a story i would like to see in your magazine we use we nine times out of ten unless we're already it may take a couple of months to get it in that in the publication because we may already have our lineup for the upcoming issues but we always do get those articles in the magazine Mm -hmm. excellent excellent thank you very much amy what a great cause you've been listening to amy holmes with women of excellence magazine You've also been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. We'd like to thank our guest today with Hemophilia of Georgia, Kirsten Downey, with G2W Consulting, Heather Scholl and Gina Etkin, and Amy Holmes with Women of Excellence Magazine. We certainly appreciate you all for being on the show today. I'm Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey. With CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions and cloud support, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in the Cloud. 